Sinister Myth, How Stories We Tell Perpetuate Violence. This podcast challenges cultural mythologies about sexuality in the West, because so often they encourage, perpetuate, or foster violences against women and minorities. It is supported by an Ohio State Affordable Learning Exchange grant and is created by Zoe Brigley thompson and Brendan Walsh. Sinister Myth is produced by Alex Amater, Deborah Eschen, Paul Kotheimer, and Mackenzie Warren. All opinions expressed are solely those of Sinister Myth producers and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views of The Ohio State University. Okay, so I'm here today with a new team of people who are going to be working on Sinister Myth. And we're so delighted and excited about having these new perspectives, new ideas coming to the podcast. And so today, for our first real podcast of the year, um, I wanted them to introduce themselves, to talk about their interests, and to get excited about what's going to be coming this year on Sinister Myth. Um, so I'm going to go around and I want to ask them really to talk about themselves and um, tell us a bit about themselves and hear what they're going to be bringing to the podcast. So welcome to all three of you and uh, let's go around and hear about you. So let's start over here with Alex. Tell us about yourself. Uh, hi, Zoe. Uh, hi, everybody. So my name is Alex Amateur. I am a former army captain. I was in the military for six years, uh, and then after that, I worked at the Council on Foreign Relations within their military program for two and a half years. Uh, mm. I got my undergrad right here at Ohio State, and my graduate work was in diplomacy at uh, Norwich University. And so now I'm back here doing an undergrad program and looking forward to an international career. Fantastic. Um, yeah, and uh, my interests lie in trauma. I myself have PTSD from my time in Afghanistan, where I uh, spent a year as a special operations advisor. And things I saw there really uh, helped me reflect on myself and helped me in my journey back to myself. Mm. It's been so interesting in our conversations that we've had already, just thinking about trauma and how it's perceived, and I know you and I are going to go on to have some more conversations about this, but just the idea of how, you know, there are private and public wars and often certain people are allowed to say that they have PTSD. Right. And others, you know, people are a bit more skeptical about it if you express that or say that you're experiencing it. And I think that we could have some really interesting conversations about oh, that. Oh, absolutely. No, no. There's uh, sort of a, a, a walled a garden of official PTSD that we're allowed to recognize, uh, that we're allowed to talk about. And anything outside that is, well, it's just a person that's complaining, which is mm. what everybody had been accused of um, before we started really talking about PTSD officially mm. as a government. So it's been nice that there's uh, been an expansion of the discussion of what trauma does to human beings, what it does to the body, what it does to the mind, what it does to the spirit, what it does to all these parts that create a whole human being. We're just not quite there on the national level or international mm -hmm. level of expanding that to, okay, well, what is trauma? Let's map all of the aspects of trauma throughout our society Mm, yeah. And I think, 
we're both interested too in in complicating what trauma might be as well mm. that often if you think about PTSD there's a story about it which is that there's one originary event which triggers trauma and in fact, it can be much more insidious than that. Mm. It can happen in small ways every day yeah, through different kinds of microaggressions, yeah. etc. And I think we're going to talk about that as well. Absolutely. The, the environment that you're in is a huge part of your psychology. And it doesn't matter how um, Zen you might be about the world, unless you're a, a true Zen master, <laughs> um, the environment that you're in is going to slowly uh, chip away at who you are. Mm. and the way you feel about the world. And so it's very important that we, in, in, at least in my opinion, and as part of my future work, is uh, creating environments that uh, contribute to and enhance people's lives rather than chip away and demean people. Yeah. And I think there are some really exciting possibilities for the podcast with these kinds of themes this year. But let's move over to Debbie. Tell us all about yourself and what your interests are, what you're thinking of bringing this year. Yeah. So my name's Deborah Eschen. I'm currently a senior studying journalism and political science at Ohio State. Um, and I have a media production minor. So I'm used to being behind <laughs> all the equipment. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so I'm really interested in themes of like higher education and how that can often have underlying microaggressions specifically for like students of marginalized identities mm. um so one thing i recently produced with uh, a kayla gardner she's a video director at the lantern was a video uh, about how black students came together on campus to help get the undergraduate student government to recognize black history month mm. um and it was it was this really large gathering where the senate chambers were packed there was four overflow rooms full of people they were live streaming the event it went on till midnight and so that's something i got to uh, help produce a video for and so i think that's one of the ways that we see higher education is not necessarily trying to fortify the whole student and so that's that's just like one project i was working on recently but definitely themes of like higher education also largely like identity politics is something that's really interesting to me and how we can parse out like conversations about that. Mm, yeah, and I'm really excited about your ideas as well because you know I'm really interested in trying to flag up that higher education is not a safe space for everybody. <laughs> no. And we need to register this and that you know, if you think about the history of higher education, it has not been there for everybody either in, the, in its history. And so just to raise awareness about this, to draw attention to it and call for institutional change, I really love that idea and I think it's great. Yeah. Okay. And I think you were thinking of interviewing a few people to, to get some opinions about this. Yeah, I found a professor in African-American African Studies Department uh, who focuses largely on the barriers getting into college. So mm. before you even get here, um, things like the SAT and what is the history of that and how that's steeped in like eugenics. and mm, um, right. Yeah, a lot of different things. Uh, so I had a preliminary interview with him. Yeah, just talking. I, I really want to hear students' perspectives also yes. um, and how institutions, why it's beneficial to have them seem very diverse and very supportive of students, but what does that actually look like in practice? Mm. Um, and how do the resources that are available to students, how do they actually interact with students in actuality? Like how do students actually um, benefit or do they feel 
supported in the ways that they need to. Yeah, yes, that's great. And so look out for this. We've got a few interviews which will be coming out a little bit later in the year, which have different experts on higher education thinking about inequality. So this is an exciting strand that we're working on at the moment. Great. And how about McKinsey? So um, tell us about yourself and your interests and what you're thinking of bringing to the podcast. Lovely. First of all, I want to say thank you for having me here today. As I'm listening to everyone around the room, it becomes really apparent why we're all here. And that's a really great feeling. Uh, So currently, I am the creative director at Trauma Masterminds. It's a private practice, therapeutic private practice that focuses specifically on treating trauma. And tell us, what do you think you might like to work on in terms of themes for the for the podcast specifically. Mm-hmm. So as one of my interests is healing within the context of community, things that are I have been exploring personally is lifestyle mm-hmm. and different ways we can construct the community that we have around us and do that in a way that is ethical and that has integrity. Mm-hmm. So challenging the norm, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The norm of we have to do it all alone, that it's better if we go our own way always. Mm-hmm. All of that. I yeah. want to challenge all of that. Yeah. And so all of these themes, they just feel so urgent and important. And I'm just really excited about the directions that you're, you're taking the podcast in. And so just to sum up, I guess, if there's one thing... If there's one message you would like to get out there into the world, what would it be? Be yourself. <laughs> that's McKinsey, <laughs> yes. And that's a, great, that's a great message. Anybody else? I'd say uh, the environment that we create is the environment that we have to and do live in. And I, I feel like that's a message that we don't think about a lot, that we, we live unconsciously mm. and construct our environments unconsciously. Mm. And we construct it collectively, whether we you know, feel like individuals or not. Hmm. And I think a little bit more focus on the type of environment that we all live in would be Hmm. really beneficial for us as a civilization. Great. Thanks, Alex. And how about Debbie? Okay. You all had great answers. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I guess the message I would want to show is that higher education and institutions in general can do better Mm -hmm. um, and it takes work it's Mm -hmm. not going to come out of thin air yeah um, and it takes time and work and when you don't put that work in it often falls on people in lower status to pick up the work so if you as a, a an instructor don't implement certain rules then it falls on the students to try to navigate the system that is really not built for them so this is work that needs to be implemented from the highest levels in order for us to see profound change throughout. Wonderful. Thank you. And for myself, all I would say is that we have to be so mindful about the narratives that we see around us, um, whether those are narratives in institutions or in culture, and that narratives can be harmful, especially to women and minorities And we need to challenge that where we see it. If a narrative is harming people, we need to stand up to it and challenge it. And that's what the podcast is all about. 